back to the JR Takes. As always, Ryan Rogers and Jonah Hoffman coming at you live. And Ryan, the season just ended. Well, the regular season, that is. Indeed. Uh, for the Seahawks, they pulled it out against the Rams. And obviously, to our knowledge now, the Lions pulled off the upset against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. And uh, very surprised with that one. I thought for sure that Detroit was going to go in there and lose a close game. But I I by no means thought that they were going to go into Green Bay and beat Aaron Rodgers. But here we are sitting pretty and uh, as the seventh seed. So... Yeah, it was absolutely crazy, man. And I got to say, the the Lions put out a spirited effort. You know, like Dan Campbell, I am a fan of that guy. He motivates that team like they haven't been motivated in my lifetime. And um, all that aside, Green Bay fucked that game up, dude. They blew it. So, I mean, some, I, they should have the best home field advantage in football post-January with how cold it is and how uh acclimated they are to it but uh you know first of all the penalty uh, what was the guy's name on uh, uh what the hell is his name i can't remember the defender's name but he walked up to the ball before the line snapped it on a field goal and just tried to grab it for some reason i didn't see that play you didn't actually. see that no oh man i i wish i could remember the guy's name but dumbest penalty i've ever seen was in my it life. walker no, that I'm going to get to that later because uh, that might break his record for dumbest penalty I've ever seen in my life. And those were those are both huge plays. I mean, that that pushed the Lions field goal 15 yards closer, mm-hmm. I believe, and made it a gimme on a night where kicking a field goal was not easy. I mean, I think the Lions kicker missed two throughout the night and kicking when it's in the 20s. It's no easy task. Um, but then the Quay Walker penalty where. On the week where DeMar Hamlin has cardiac arrest on the field and is saved by training staff and, uh, you know, uh, EMT professionals, you just shove a Lions medical staff professional for no reason. Like, what did he do to you? (laughs) He he was just like, oh, I'm just going to come up here and do my job. Don't mind me. Fuck you. And just shoved him. Like, why? And then Devontae Wyatt comes up behind him and like chest bump. Like, what was those guys' agenda against the medical staff? <laughs> what did what? Where did show me on the doll where the medical staff guy hurt you? Like, it, come on. Yeah, I I don't know. And I mean, those those were huge plays. But uh, to to move on from the stupid stupid penalties for a minute. Aaron Rodgers is kind of a choke artist at home in January. It's just it at this point, it, it's kind of his lasting legacy. I mean, you think back to 2010, wins the Super Bowl, the next year goes 15 and one, puts up one of the most ridiculous regular season performances by a quarterback ever. And then they choke it home to the Giants, who were a middling team that year. Mm-hmm. You think back to 2013, they make the playoffs, lose to the 49ers <clears throat> at home. Well, also, I it's yeah, it's just crazy because Aaron Rodgers, I like I was saying the other day, I, I feel like the Packers have more success when they're not the one or two. Seed. You did say that. You did and, say that. And I honestly, I'm just shocked because I thought for sure they were going to go in, win that game on Sunday, and be like one of the hottest teams in the playoffs. But I was wrong. And honest, I feel kind of bad because. I really wanted the Seahawks to not make the playoffs. Um, 
before week 18 just because I wanted the higher pick. Yeah. But now that I think about it, it, it could be like huge for all of our rookies, all of our young guys, Gino included, to get that playoff experience. Even if we lose against the Niners, which I think is going to happen, at least we'll get that opportunity for all those guys to be able to play on that level and kind of come together yeah. in that moment. And I think that'd be good for guys like Tariq Woolen, Kobe Bryant, et cetera. So. Yeah, I mean, that's that's an app. I mean, dude, Shelby Harris is in his 30s, and he's never been in the playoffs. He's never been on a winning team. Yeah. So I think this is huge for everybody on that roster because besides Bruce Irvin, I can't think of a single guy on our team who's, you know, been deep in the playoffs, been in the Super Bowl, won a playoff game. I I can't think of any. Can we just also stop and think about Bruce Irvin and where he's at right now in his career? It's amazing. Think about about how, like, mad he was the first or when he left for Atlanta or – did he leave for Atlanta? I can't I even it was really, the Raiders. Maybe it was the Raiders. But remember when he was like, I'm going to Atlanta. Believe that. And was I like really that. pissed at our team. And like now he's back and he's kind of like well, one that, of the leaders on our defense. It kind of seems to be a common theme with, you know, some of the old school Seahawks is they get, you know, they come here. They're young. They got a chip on their shoulder. When it comes to contract season, they get spurned if they don't get the massive offer from the Seahawks. And then they go elsewhere and they, they chase the money. Find out. There's something special about the atmosphere and the culture that we have here in Seattle, and they want to come back. I mean, look at Richard Sherman, Cliff Averill, Bruce Irvin now. I mean, there's uh, Doug Baldwin, KJ. KJ is, like, I think one of the biggest examples. Well, and look at the love fest we just gave Bobby on Sunday. Like, you know, we... we, I I know, like, they kind of did Bobby dirty the way they cut him. (laughs) I don't think it was their intention to do that, though. Um all this to say, you know, like Seattle has a very unique culture in the NFL and it's a winning culture and it's something people want to be a part of and continue to be a part of even after their playing days are over. And Bruce Irvin uh, said, which is the same thing KJ said last year, he either wants to come to Seattle or retire. That's all. That's all he's got left. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been amazing to see Bruce Irvin. I mean, I don't have the stats in front of me, but I think he has at least five or six sacks this year. And, you know, you think back to the Giants game where he throws Saquon Barkley's body into Daniel Jones for like, do, do you remember that play? Yeah, yeah that was that was awesome. Um, I think we played Bruce a little too much towards the end of the season and Boye Mafe a little too little. But in recent weeks, we've figured out a better rotation and look how much better the pass rush has been, mm-hmm. which I guess, you know, let's let's just talk about the last couple of weeks here while we're on oh, the man. topic. Watch. <laughs> Watching our de- our defensive ends just punish Baker was one of the funniest. <laughs> like seeing Baker get just like abused. He was like getting that. clobbered back there, man. <laughs> that was like, I mean, Kobe Bryant got in on a sack. Boya Mafe had a really good, a limited action, but in his like twenty snaps or whatever he played, he had like three pressures and a sack and a good sack at that. And Bruce just fucked him up on one play, and then gets up and does his cross yeah. arm i mean obvi- i would never wish for baker to like have a injury or anything yeah, like yeah. that but it is i do enjoy watching <laughs> him get tackled by like three other dudes and slammed to the ground it's really funny <laughs> i guess there's no what nice way to say that but i agree it's, there's something profoundly enjoyable about watching baker just i get- think maybe just because he came into the league so cocky that i was like i don't like this guy and it's gonna be hard for him to ever win me over and do, do you think he woke up feeling dangerous on sunday <laughs> <laughs> he he 
he's certainly feeling something today. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. And uh, just going back one week real quick because we missed the game. Uh, I was at the Jets game, hungover and tired as fuck. It was awesome. We beat their ass. Don't really have much else to say about it other than Mike White put up the worst performance that we've had for a defending or opposing quarterback this season. Um, And also, Sauce Gardner is the real deal. That guy is fucking good. It, he really locked up DK. I was disappointed, but it was it's it's kind of cool to just watch someone that you know is going to be dominant um, under under the lights like that. But yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, Quandre Diggs, a guy who I've been rough on this season because it's been a challenging season for him. He's made two almost identical interceptions back to back weeks here, but the play he made on that deep ball Baker, Baker threw, I thought. I thought that was season over when the camera panned to Van Jefferson, I think just wide open, like mm-hmm. 40, 50 yards downfield and no one. Well, Quandre says that that was his favorite interception ever. That, yeah. And I think that was one of the coldest moments of the season when he pointed the ball at Bobby. I know. Cause like, I'm sure someone has a still shot photo of that they somewhere do. Yeah. and I want it because I want a poster of that. Yeah. There's man, there's a few moments from the Seahawks regular season that just, are always going to stay with me. I think of years past, you know, I think of when Marshawn Lynch juked out Ray Lewis in 2011. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember that play. Obviously beast quake. There's a few snapshot moments from this year that just define the season. I think of one of them when Kenneth Walker runs that really long touchdown against the chargers. And in the background, you can see a lady giving them the double middle fingers or when Tom Brady, uh, (laughs) <laughs> fell down and to equal and pick the button. That was one of my favorite that, that, It's hard not to choose that. That game kind of sucked, but that was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in a football game. <laughs> Tom Brady running around against a like 22, 23 year old that runs a four, two 40 <laughs> and Tom Brady's slower than us. Um, yeah. But anywho, uh, Quandre Diggs picking that ball off, pointing at Bobby Wagner. It was awesome. In the moment, I was like, why the fuck didn't you get more upfield, dude? You had you had room to return that. But end result is we kicked the game-winning field goal, win the game, move on. Now I'm happy that he did it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, I guess to summarize that game, you know, I feel like it was kind of an epitome of how this whole season has gone. Um, it's been ugly at times. We did not always put up a complete performance, um, but it was gutsy. Uh, I know Gino maybe played his worst game of the season, but uh, um, the touchdown pass he threw to Tyler Lockett was one of his best throws of the year. That was phenomenal ball placement, and it was kind of a, a bullet too. Like mm-hmm. that that wasn't a pass you can hang up there. That's got that's got to be dropped in on a line. Um, so I, I believe in Gino. Um, I really think this locker room believes in Gino, and I think Pete Carroll believes in Gino. So I expect him to be back next season. But uh, moving on to the playoffs, because we're here. The Lions did us the ultimate favor. <coughs> Thank you to, again to Detroit. Yeah, uh, well, but, real quick before we move on to the playoffs, because yeah. just, this just got posted by the Seahawks Instagram. Uh, our home and away opponents are That's right. posted. And it uh, looks like we're playing... Pittsburgh at home, which that that might be a game that I want to go to. See um, Kenny Kitman Mittens Pickens. It would Pickett. just kind of be cool to see the Steelers. I think I like I seeing go, teams that are kind of that don't normally come to Seattle. 
Yeah, that that would be cool. Um, I would like to see the Eagles game because I know we played them. That would be cool. Dang, it would be really cool if the Bengals were coming to Seattle. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, But anyway, sorry. Going back to the playoffs. um, Let's just pull up the old playoff bracket here and kind of give our little two cents on predictions as far as the first week, wildcard weekend. Yeah. Niners Seahawks we'll just go around the board here um I personally think we're gonna lose but it is tough to beat a team three times um didn't think the Lions were gonna win so yeah maybe we're going reverse jinx here Niners gonna pull it off I'm wrong I'm going to so I think there's a ton of echoes of 2010 with the Seattle team um, this this team is much better than the 2010 Seahawks, but uh, the underdog mentality and the fact that we're going into a wild card game against a vastly superior opponent on paper, and nobody's going to give us a chance in this game. We're already ten and a half point underdogs. I just have a feeling Pete Carroll, that sly bastard, is going to pull out one of his miraculous coaching jobs where he just makes us perform like gods. Um, so, um. I'm going to just throw out a score, 22-21 Seahawks win on the last play of the game. And the 49ers are stunned. They are going all in on this season. They got their, you know, wonder boy rookie quarterback, last pick of the draft, and Brock Purdy playing out of his mind for some reason. They went all in on Christian McCaffrey, and they are going to come up empty-handed. I do think if they do lose, I think one of their three playmakers, Debo, McCaffrey, or Kittle. I think one of them needs to go down with an injury if we're going to win this game. Uh, I think we got to get lucky there. I, I We got to get lucky all over the place to win the game. I'm not... There's no logic to my prediction here, but sometimes football is an illogical sport, um, and I, I just... I believe in the magic. But if we lose, I have... Nothing bad to say about this season. This has been a magical ride that no one expected. I mean, we had some predictions go well here, but neither of us thought Gino was going to fucking break four franchise records. No, I didn't even think he was going to start more than four games. Yeah, we were team horsecock lock. And, you know, I I still... Uh, Not me, really. I I was Baker. You were Baker. And I'm no longer baked. <laughs> yeah, you just said you liked watching him get killed. <laughs> this is true. But uh, it, yeah, let's just go through our full playoff bracket predictions. Uh, moving on to the next game, Vikings and Giants. This is a team. This is a matchup of two teams that I think just shouldn't even be in the playoffs. Um, they won some games. They did some stuff, but I don't believe in either of these teams. No. I almost wish they could just tie and both lose, but I'm picking the Vikings to win in some dumb, like 28 to 23 victory where both teams fumble like twice. And it's just hideous. I think the Vikings are going to, I think it's going to be more like 28 to 13. I think it's going to be a multi-score game. Oh, you do? The, yeah, dude. Daniel Jones, I he's one of the worst quarterbacks ever, I think. <laughs> I just still hate that his name is Daniel Jones. And I know that's a really dumb reason to think a quarterback is bad, but it is just the truth to me. 
Daniel yeah. Jones is never going to be good because his name is dumb. I mean, Charlie Fry. Do you think that guy <laughs> ever had a chance to be good? No, Brock his Osweiler. name was Charlie Fry. Yeah. Sometimes you're doomed from the start. Man. There's, there's nothing that can be done. <laughs> yeah, about it's it. a miracle you even got to the professional level, given your name. <laughs> so you got the Vikings winning that one as well? Yes. How about Bucks boys? I'm going Dem boys. Your team, we Dem boys. I'm team Dem boys. Dak is going to not pass the ball 45 times. He's. I'm going to say the Cowboys throw it no more than 30 times. Okay. And they pound the rock with Tony Pollard and Zeke. What do you think they're going to do, just quick aside, uh, between Tony Pollard and Zeke going forward? Do you think they're both going to be on the team next year? Is Tony Pollard in his last year of his rookie I, contract? I don't know, but they got two starting caliber running One backs. of them is going to go. I think Jerry Jones is a weirdo. I feel like lets he all of his is a weirdo, walk. and he's going to let Pollard walk because Zeke was a higher draft pick. But I you think Pollard be right. is better. I Pollard certainly got more speed yeah. than Zeke. Um, I have the Bucks winning that game just because Tom Brady's never lost to the Cowboys, and I know that doesn't actually matter. But I mean, look at the Buccaneers. No one wants them to be here. They're boring as hell to watch. Every game they've won has been just hideous and ugly. But they just keep on doing just enough to not die. And I think for one more week, that is going to be the case. I think they are going to beat the Cowboys and Dallas is going to be super upset because it's going to be another game where they should have won, but maybe Dak throws a pick or two. Maybe there's a turnover. I, I just, I'm going with the goat over Dak is what this prediction amounts. I to. just really don't want the bucks to win. That's the only reason why I'm picking the Cowboys is because I just, I just want them out of here. Just I mean, I wish the they picture. could both lose. I would rather have the lions be all four of the teams in those last two games instead of the four teams that got there. Yeah. All right, well, uh, moving on to the other side, the AFC side. We've got the Dolphins-Bills. I mean, do we even need to talk about this one? What, what, well, yeah. what's your take? The Bills are going to win. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's... I don't know. I don't know if it'll be close. It could be close. It could be a blowout, but the Bills are going to win. There's so uh, I'll get to this later, but I think the DeMar Hamlin situation has supercharged the Bills emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're going to beat the brakes off of the Dolphins. And I'm not saying that because I, I don't think the Dolphins are a bad team. I think they've had some unfortunate injury luck with mm-hmm. Tua. Um, I think they're just kind of a depleted, beat up team right now. And they, they lot, they, for lack of a better way to put it, they blew their load too quick this year. You know, they looked like one of those October darlings and now they're kind of, you know, limping their way into the playoffs. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm taking the bills in an easy win 34 to 10. Oh, damn. Blowout. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we'll move on to Cincy Baltimore. This is a pretty easy selection for me. Since he's, I think since he's going to beat the brakes off of Baltimore. I, I agree with you, um, especially, I mean, Lamar might not even play and, and he's the only thing that I think could give them a chance to mm-hmm. his just wild card nature of being the best athlete on the field. But if he doesn't play, I say it's a blowout Bengals win like 38 to 13. If he does play, I think it's a bit closer, but it's still a two score win 10 point victory for Cincy. Cincy's just too good of, of a finesse team. They're just like, 
They can just pass the ball. They, they all can over beat the you yard. in a lot of different ways too. Yeah. I really like that Bengals roster, and I, I I like that they're young and they got just something about their uh, persona just exudes coolness and yeah and success. I I don't really know how to explain it. This next game might be my aside from the Seahawks game. I'm probably most excited to watch. This I think game. it's the game of the weekend. Honestly, yeah, yeah. and I'm going. Jacksonville Jaguars. As am I. I think the Chargers, you know, I'm I'm glad they made the playoffs because, you know, finally Herbert gets that, you know, little pin in his hat or whatever the hell the expression is. But um, I just think, especially with Mike Williams going down last week in a meaningless game, um, that really was someone they needed to be on the field against this Jacksonville team because Trevor Lawrence has been playing like a top five, top ten guy. For the last few weeks, I know Herbert is just as talented as, as Lawrence, but um, Lawrence has had the better season objectively. And uh, I think the supporting cast around him, I mean, the Jaguars have had a lot of high picks for a lot of years. And they're they kind of remind me of the 49ers a few years ago when all those high picks started to pay off and the Rams before that. Um, eventually, when you get the right people in place, especially coaching the high picks start to pay off. And I think that's starting to happen with Jacksonville here. And I, I think they're going to win that game. Yeah. And I really like Doug Peterson. So I'm going to be pulling for the Jags for that reason too. Mm -hmm. He's a, a Ferndale boy. So local boy. Yeah. We gotta, we gotta be pulling <clears throat> for him. Um, yeah. Like you said, uh, it's going to be a battle of the mains. Got the two quarterbacks with the best hair going at it. <laughs> but I think, yeah, Trevor Lawrence, he's just really shown why he was the number one pick all season yeah. last year um or all season this year but number one pick last year you know what i'm saying yeah yeah um but yeah i think uh the jags are gonna are gonna go in and and get the job done all right so moving on to the divisional round let's jump back to the nfc so i have based on my bracket predictions buccaneers versus vikings i know neither of those teams are going to be in your game but um I, I hate doing this, but I think the Buccaneers are going to beat the Vikings because I just I don't believe in I, I don't believe in the Bucks either. But I just think that Vikings team is is not not going to get the job done and they're going to go home in the divisional round. So <clears throat> let's see if I had Dallas winning and I, think, I had the Vikings winning and I had the Niners winning. I think for you, that would be. It'd be um, Dallas against Philly and Vikings Niners. Yes. Niners are going to win that game. Um, I'm just going to do my NFC side since we're... Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I'm, I got Niners winning that game, and then I got the Eagles winning over Dallas. And this has kind of been my NFC championship game prediction for most of the season. 49ers Eagles um, yes going into it yes so I I also have the Eagles making it over us because mm -hmm. I think if we do manage to have the miracle upset against the 49ers I think it's going to be emotionally too much got kind of like the Denver game like yeah. we did it we overachieved and then it's just going to be like too much celebration over that s small victory that yeah oh, big picture overall it's I agree. I think it, it would be, it would too be much. huge to beat the 49ers though. For yeah. sure. Like it would be one of the best playoff wins in our franchise's history. But I think like the 2010 Seahawks again, you know, we went into Chicago the next week and it was not fun to watch. And I, I think, I think we can play the Eagles close, but they are a better team. I, I don't think 
will be able to hang with them long enough unless Hertz really poops his pants. So uh, I have NFC Championship being Eagles and Bucks, and I think in that matchup, I know last year the Eagles didn't quite really get close against the Bucks, or maybe it was two years ago, I can't remember, but I think this time around the Eagles stomp the Buccaneers and finally end this fraudulent eight and nine teams, annoying run to the (laughs) NFC championship, which I unfortunately think is going to happen. But I, yeah, I I think the Eagles all year, you know, beyond the 49ers, they've looked like the team to beat in the NFC championship or just in the NFC. Yeah. So I, I think they make it to the bowl this year. I, that's a tough one. Niners, Eagles. If I had my bracket line up that way, I would probably take the Niners over them. To be, I honest. think I'm going to take the Niners over the Eagles just because I just think the Niners' versatility in the run game is just so dangerous. And, and their defense is better than the Eagles. Their defense is the best defense in the NFL. Um, well, NFC. I don't know about NFL, but, well. They have a strong argument for it, for yeah. sure. Um, but... Yeah, I got I got the Niners representing the NFC. Unfortunately, I really hope I'm wrong about that one. But. So, how's your uh, divisional round of the AFC play out then? Since I think we have the same bracket on that side. So, Bengals are what four, uh, three seed? Yeah, Bills two so, seed. So yep. they'd play each other. Ooh, that would be a good game. It's the game we all wanted to see. Yeah. Unfortunately, due to you know, I think what we're gonna happened. get it this year. Um, I think. Yeah, I am going to go. God, that's like, I almost don't even want to pick a winner or loser in this game. These are are like like my my two favorite teams to watch. Same. That's exactly Um, how I feel. I'm going to go Buffalo Bills. Ah, No, because I want I want the bet. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Buffalo Bills. I also think the Bills win that because. I, I think if the Hamlin thing hadn't happened, it could be a different story right now because mm-hmm. the Bengals could be the number two seed, first of all. But beyond that, I really do think that that brought the team together in a way that can't quite be defined. And I think the Bang- the Bills are just going to play inspired football this postseason. And on top of that, they're already really fucking good. Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to be invincible, as you'll see later on. But I think I think they beat the Bengals and then... The other divisional game in the AFC, Chiefs and Jaguars. I think the Jaguars, you know, they're a feisty team, but I, I think in the fourth quarter, the Chiefs are going to pull away in that game and it's going to end and they're going to drop 40. I think they're going to win that game 42 to 28 kind of win. I'm going to go upset of the season. Really? Jags are going to go into KC. And oh my God. They're going to be last year's Bengals and they're going to beat them. Wow. That's okay. So who who do you got winning the AFC championship then? Bills. Okay. So our, it's just going to be one of those games, uh, Jackson, Jacksonville, KC, where KC just loses, and then Jacksonville, even though they beat them, they lose the following way. It'll just be you know kind of like the Niners last year when they beat Green Bay and then lost the the Rams. I think yeah. I think the Jags are that team this this postseason. I think if they pull off that upset in KC, that's very likely to happen, but. For me, the outcome is the same. Um, I have Bills over Chiefs in a rematch of the craziest playoff game I think I've ever seen. Well, the Packers-Seahawks might have something to say about that. But, yeah, um, in recent. Yes, in, in recent memory. Um, so my Super Bowl pick, Bills and Eagles, just like yours. 
I have the Bills prevailing. I, I have th- Bills Niners. Or, yeah. Never mind. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I think, I think this is the Bills year. They've suffered through four Super Bowl losses in a row. Um, I, I think this is the year where they finally get one. I certainly hope so. I, <clears throat> I also am going to have the Bills beating the Niners just because I'm rooting the for Niners. the Bills. Why would I choose the Niners to win? Like, yeah. That'll just piss me off. So, uh, yeah, uh, going Bills, and I think it'll be close, kind of like the Chiefs-Niners Super Bowl a few years ago. Um, but like you were saying with the whole DeMar Hamlin incident, I think that's just going to really bring the, <clears throat> bring the team together, and they're, they're just going to be playing, playing on another level. They're yeah. going to be having something. They're just going to be playing more meaningful football, I think, than the Niners are. Even though the Niners, I'm as bad as they wanted, I'm sure Kyle Shanahan, if he loses another Super Bowl, goddamn, you really yeah. feel, <laughs> feel for the guy. But, <laughs> but yeah, I think, uh, it's, it's the bill, it's Bill's mafia time. I agree. So, uh, in conclusion to this prediction, Bill's mafia time. Seahawks, you know, it, the the Cinderella run gets us pretty far, but not all the way there. And uh, we move into uncharted territory with the Bills having a ring. Yeah. It'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Well, that's all we got time for this week. So thanks again for listening. Um, do you know what we got going on next week? I guess we'll probably just be talking about the playoff games. Yeah, probably just recap. Um, still, I, yeah, one of these days we got to figure out our camera sitch uh probably get that going pretty soon but other than that got nothing else besides go hawks go hawks baby we'll catch you on the next one